0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: It's Light like the tower. Your daily look around the world of sports. With Hall of Fame broadcaster and voice of the Texas Longhorns, Craig Way. And Horns 24-7 insider, Jeff Howe on your live, local, and independent home for sports talk in Austin, the home. He don't miss the boat that day. He left the shack, but that was all. the Tower on a Boz Gags kind of Thursday as Boz is at the Paramount tonight this was uh, definitely his number one hit of all time Leto Shuffle off the Soap Degrees album in 1976 which was a massive album there. and uh, so our return cuts today are Boz uh-huh, for that. Uh, Boz by the way not his given name as you might imagine it was uh, not his birth name. It was, a, um, it was a name given to him, nickname given to him when he was in high school at St. Mark's in Dallas. So, uh, there it is. The great Boscags at age 79, still entertaining, and he will be so tonight at the Paramount. Craigway Jeff Howe with you. And, of course, uh, our producer Cameron Parker alongside as well. Clean up from hour number one. Uh, Someone saying, how about a uh, split screen to watch both movies? <laughs> you watch them at the same time. Barbie and Oppenheimer. <laughs> that Those two movies go together. That sounds incredible and awful at the same time. <laughs> Is that like eating like a chili dog and having like a dish of chocolate ice cream? <laughs> yeah, I think it's so. Like fri- it's like fried beer to State Fair. There you go. Uh, that, that, that kind of thing. Somebody else said, my parents are going tonight. Yeah, had a bodge. Yeah, it's... It yeah, tells you how old I am, right? If your parents are going, uh, but I'm looking forward to that. Uh, somebody said on the cool Jeff is from Gerald. Just kidding, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> it said Bizarro Dale Dudley, and he spelled your name on purpose. Yeah, G yeah. off. G-off. Um, somebody said my boys actually want to do that double feature on Monday. See them both. Yeah, it'd be a real palate cleaner. Let's 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 just say that you you clear the palate by at first you see Oppenheimer, then. You, You clear the pallet by seeing Barbie uh, afterwards. That would be one way uh, to do that. You could do that. Uh, So there we are. Uh, Other things uh, to get to, uh, we we will in a moment. I I, want to get Jeff's thoughts on uh, uh, the college football um, uh, powers that be, asking the governmental powers that be in the United States to perhaps come through with some Legislation regarding NIL, we heard, uh, and Jeff was there for the Division One panel discussion that I moderated on Sunday. And just about all of those eleven coaches who were up on the stage had something to say about it. Maybe Sonny Dykes had the most to say about it when he mapped out what is wrong with NIL and all the things that are that are a mess with it right now and how it's got to be changed up. But we'll we'll talk more about that in a moment. Uh, but I know Jeff had some some thoughts as well about other things obviously going on.
0: Yeah, um, as you uh, as everybody heard Craig yesterday talking about the state of affairs here uh, at the Horn, Austin Radio Network. Um, I uh, and then the future light the tower. Uh, and as Craig said, August first will be the last show uh, of light the tower. It'll be the last iteration of this program as we know it. Um, I'll, I'll speak on things, but I'll just go ahead and rip the Band-Aid off to start. Uh, my When we when I leave the building on August 1st, that'll be my last day at the Horn. Um, I don't know what is <laughs> – there have been a lot of I – I heard what you said yesterday, Craig, and I, I echo some of that. I've heard a lot of assumptions <laughs> about what I'm doing next. Uh, some of that's news to me because I haven't heard anything in that realm. I don't know what's next for me in radio. I don't know if there is a next for me in radio. But when I think about, I think about a lot of things, and I've thought about a lot of things for the last couple of weeks. I think about, I go back to 2010 over at The Zone, and I know people want to say the other place, whatever, but it is it is what it is. There's no sense in, you know, hiding, putting up that veil. Uh, at The Zone, John Medani gave me my first opportunity to be on air in anything resembling a consistent manner, and I'll always be grateful to him for that, for trusting me enough to do a live weekly recruiting show on The Zone. And as I started to get more familiar with the talent at the station, uh, I would pick up a shift filling in for Bucky. Uh, You know, Craig, if uh, Keith was out, sometimes you would have me, or you were out, sometimes I would sit in with Rob. There were times where it was Keith and I doing the... I was sitting with Keith doing the show, so... Uh, I, I got real familiar with radio, and I, I'll always be appreciative to to those folks I just mentioned to to John Madani, to Bucky Godbold. Bucky and I did a, a post game show for a season together in in twenty eleven. Be um, thank you know Keith Morland, Craig yourself, obviously Rod, Rod Babers, who you know Rod and I started doing the Blitz podcast with Matt Butler. Over at the zone, and as as Matt and I like to say, Rod's just a guest that never left. We wanted Rod to do a couple guest spots, and then we just decided the three of us decided we like talking ball so much, we just kept doing it. We've been doing it for over a decade now. Um, and you know, coming over to the Horn, I I I always told myself I didn't want to do a, a weekly show, a daily show. I didn't want to do the daily thing uh, because I've seen colleagues do it, and I know how hard it how hard it was on them to do you know, to have both jobs in them, um, you know, horns 24 seven is my full-time job. And, uh, to have another one on top of that, on top of being a dad, I, I didn't know how I could handle it. But that said, uh, you know, I didn't approach anybody hit the horn for looking for any kind of opportunity. Uh, first it was, it was Aaron Hogan that brought it to me. And then Craig, you and I sat down, that was probably October of 2019 or November, 2019. Mm-hmm. I remember we were at the, uh, One of the private airport terminals at uh, ABIA, I think you were getting ready to hop a flight for a women's basketball game, Mm -hmm. I think is what it was. And we were in the lounge and just kind of threw together some quick ideas, got on board, and I asked you probably 45 times in that 30-minute meeting, are you sure you want me to be a part of this with you? Are you sure? And once I knew that it it had your blessing and you not only okayed it, but that's what you wanted, then I was 100% into it. And... So I thought I thought a lot about that meeting and the intention when we started the show was it I, this is what I was under the impression the show would be that it would be Craig's show and I would be I would be on with Craig some days but my primary role would be to fill in when Craig was out which everybody knows there's certain times of the year when Craig you're out a lot you know when we get to that especially when we get to that part of the year where basketball season bumps into baseball uh you're you're out a lot. That was gonna be my role. Well, a week after the show started, everything shut down and there were no sports to talk about. So at that point it was all hands on deck and uh you know, we, we were all kind of dispersed doing shows at different places and I was following up uh Bucky and Aaron doing the show at uh but, but following Onion up Creek. Aaron doing it at Onion Creek. Yeah, and you were in you were at your house and
1: The Williamson County Bureau at you know, Cedar Park. We
0: made it work and it got to the point where 'Cause at the time I was living in Buta, so Buda to Onion Creek is ten minutes. So it wasn't that far of a drive and I think everybody I'm talking management, everybody just got used to us being together. And it was like, well, you can't just stop showing up, like you gotta do this and worked out some things behind the scenes with management and then okay, we're <laughs> we're doing a show together full time. Uh Craig, I'll I'll always appreciate you you know, it's weird, I, I say this all the time. Back in high school I would find reasons to get out of my journalism class to go to my car whether it was you and Bill or you by yourself to go listen to the show. And to be at this point where not only can I call you a co-host, a colleague, but a friend is a point where I didn't think didn't think that was possible
1: for me to get to. Um you know Then you, you found out how <laughs> underwhelming it was to actually be in my daily presence.
0: No, no, no. Um, and I, I I tell people this all the time. Uh, the one question I get asked, maybe more than any other, what's it like to work with Craig? What's it like to work with Craig? And I always tell people, I I wish, I wish everybody could see, the Craig that I see in here during breaks, and when the microphone is off, uh, because that's honestly that's some of your best stuff, and that's just that's just you being. <laughs> and
1: that's you. where it's gonna stay.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's where all that'll stay. Um, but I'll always be thankful you know, you could have made this show yours. It could have been the Craig way show with just me tagging along, but you didn't, you wanted it to be branded with both of us involved. And the fact that no matter what happens to me from here on out, the fact that in the history of sports talk radio in this town, that my name's attached to your name and I a hundred percent owe that to you. I don't know that I can ever express properly what that means to me. Um, the on air staff at the horn, I wish everybody could see how hard everybody works up here, especially especially the guys that are sitting in the spot cameras sitting right now. The folks that have to run that board. Ty does in the mornings, what Cam does for us, what Isaiah does for n- noon to three, especially Zay having the the dual role of having to play co host and run the board and screen calls and, and you know Everything the big market radio stations usually divide between two or three people. Zay's doing that by himself. And Cameron does a lot by himself that should be divided between a couple of people. Uh, and then what Patrick does in the afternoon, those are the guys that through all of this and I don't I'm not gonna go down the road of what happened and how did we get here. I I can do that another day because I've kinda gone through the stages of loss and the one that I'm I'm at now that I've hit is acceptance, and to me, there's really no point right now in just going back and trying to rehash the stuff that I've already had to process. But those are the guys that I feel for the most, um, and I I don't I'm not going to leave here with any regrets at all. Uh, if there's anything that I regret or wish had gone differently, I, I wish Cameron had gotten some more reps than what he's gotten because he's. Extremely talented, and I know no matter what he does in radio, it's going to work out for him. And Cam, I mean that no matter what avenue you want to go down, you want to host, you want to produce, you want to pursue play-by-play. You're a hard enough worker and you're talented enough that it's going to work out. Um, I I've gotten to call so many people here, friends. That again, you know, they they people always say like, hey, don't meet your heroes because you'll be disappointed in terms of sports radio these guys were my heroes these are the guys i grew up listening to like somebody that grows up in dallas listening to the ticket i grew up listening to craig and bucky and aaron and chad and to get to work with all of those guys has been a dream come true you know craig other than other than you and rod i i don't think i've gotten closer with but i've gotten closer with bucky maybe more than anybody and and i love bucky godbolt to death not just not just as a radio partner but as a mentor and a friend Everybody knows the relationship between Rod and I haven't done the blitz as long as we've done. And I consider Rod family at this point. And I know no matter what he does, he's going to go on to bigger and better things, but it's also the people that I, I hadn't met before that I hadn't really interacted with. And I just mentioned some of them, Patrick and Cameron and Zay mm-hmm. uh, and getting to know Mike hards. i have known hards kind of from a distance, but getting to know him the last few years has been great. Cause you see what just kind of a genuine person he is, how much he cares about people. And I'm gonna lie. This is this has been really hard the last two weeks uh, since since we all kind of found out, had an idea of what our fate was going to be, but really in the last you know, week or so it's been finalized. Um, I'm what I'm gonna miss the most, other than seeing everybody's face every day, is the people that really make this show what it is, and that's you, the listener. And yeah, I know there's some. I'm I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I, I see the texts and I see the stuff on social media. I do see the bad stuff, and I'm going through stuff personally to work on, trying try to filter that out better. But whether it's you know MJ and Hearn, John from the Bay, Jim and Lago Vista, Bizarro Dale Dudley, Pastor Smasher, the people that text this show every day, Victor, the people that are a part of this show that have gone out of their way to let us know that we're a part of their day, whether they're at work, whether they're just driving around. Going from place to place, you know, running errands, whatever it is, and letting us know how much they're going to miss us on the air. That right there means more to me than than y'all, y'all will ever know.
1: And, and as much as you kid about Gerald Purple Buffalo's daddy too, you got a chance yeah. to meet him.
0: Yes, I guess the jig is up. Right, we're close to the end of this. Yes, I have met Purple Buffalo's <laughs> daddy. We have we have talked about uh, you know the the rivalry there, but. Uh, purple buffalo's daddy's a good dude uh, in in all seriousness um sure this isn't the last time we'll address the farewell but Mm -hmm. like i said I, i don't know what's next for me in radio but when we started craig the best piece of advice i got was from chad hastings and chad said no matter what do the show that you can do don't try to do anybody else's show be yourself and do the show that you feel comfortable doing and i feel like for over three and a half years I've done that and we've done that and that's why all the the BS aside and all the stuff going on around us and above us that we have no control over that we've honestly like a lot of listeners have just been having to sit and wait and see what happens and kind of get news as it trickles in I can handle all that and I can stomach all that because I know I came in here and did the show that I wanted to do and a show that you were willing to be a part of that we did together and even I don't even know if I can say his name, but even for Snoop, Snoop Daniel was a really big part of this program, too, as our producer. And I love Snoop, and we texted last week I talked to Snoop. Uh, everybody that, whether you were a, a producer, somebody that sat in with us, one of our regular guests, a texter, a listener, even if you just listened and never texted in, can't thank you enough for allowing me, a kid from Florence, Texas, that for all intents and purposes shouldn't be here, shouldn't be in this chair, allowing me to live out a dream. And to be, whenever the book on Sports Talk Radio in Austin is written, to allow me to have, even if it's a footnote, to allow me to have m- my little piece
1: in it. Well said. You only had one thing that you were way off on. You're from Andice. <laughs> True, yes. <laughs> He went to Florence High School, but he's from Andes.
0: They know school there, Craig. There's a schoolhouse there, but no school.
1: And the great general store. Yes. That's true. But, but I you also, know, can I say one one more thing yeah, real quick? Yeah.
0: You know, I, I know I talk a lot about Gerald, but one of the things I wanted to do, and I know we're, uh, you know what, I don't care about the clock. It's whatever. Uh, one of the things that I, that I made a point to do when I started this show, you and I talked about this, I wanted to make it known where I'm from. Yeah. Because I had a... My freshman year at Florence, I had a basketball coach, just not not a nice guy, who angrily told me one time. He said, "You know, this place will always just be a blip on the map between Georgetown and Colleen." You know what? It's a place on the map between Georgetown and Colleen. But hopefully, a lot more people know where Florence, America, is, and at least know something about it. Because I got a chance to talk about my hometown Absolutely. for three and a half years, and all the small towns. I wanted to put off for small town high school football, and whether it's—I know Liberty Hill's not a small town anymore, but Liberty Hill, over to Johnson City, uh, Lexington, Thrall, all the the Rogers. small all the small ports hither and yon, and yes, even you folks that wear the blue and white in Northern Williamson County. Hopefully, everybody. Where, whatever small town you're from, hopefully somebody got a kick out of us mentioning you on the show and, and putting putting your town in the spotlight for just a little bit.
1: And we'll continue to do that. Yep. So MJ and Hearn will continue. We'll, we will continue to do that. We'll do that. Well said. Well said. Indeed. I know I
0: took uh, a long time there. It's quite
1: but, all right. It's well said indeed. Uh, all right. Um, we need a break. Uh, Jeff will do a Longhorn Notebook coming up. Right that out. little, song. Yeah, that yeah, little song. That. We also have a Flex 30 update. We're going to hit that uh, as we continue to light the tower on the horn. 1049, 1019 AM 1260. Live, local, and digital on the horn app at hornfm.com. Craig Way and Jeff Howe light the tower. Light the tower here with the return cuts being Boss Gags. Breakdown, dead ahead, 1980 hit from the great Boss Gags, who will perform tonight at the Paramount. And uh, we've got a couple of things to get to. Uh, A couple of things quickly on the uh, Specs text line. The aforementioned MJ from Hearn says, Hey, Jeff. You, Craig and Cam, my favorite radio personalities. Do listen to all the shows. Going to miss you all. Jeff, I'd still like to send you some baseball cards. Don't know how I get them to you.
0: Yeah. Um, you know what? MJ from Hearn, let me uh, find that text. And uh, I, I'll just if it's cool, I'll just text you my home address yeah, about go.
1: that. There you go. Uh, Coach Wise says, not really a UT fan, but I follow them living here. Very much a Michigan fan, as I got to know... Be around Coach Beckler. Wow! For my first three years out of college, I want to say thank you for all you've done and giving the listeners a chance. We right now, and we're here for eight more shows after this. By the way, tomorrow, and then the five of next week, and then uh, two after that. So, so there is that. So, anyway, there's there's that. We thank you for uh, those things. Right now, it is time for a Flex Thirty update. Flex ATX, for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. And yes, it's time to give away a copy of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. B caller number two. Just number two. Dose be the second caller, 512-447-3776, to get a copy of the 2023 Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Speaking of which, we've been given the uh, preseason rankings by DCTF, did 5A Division one yesterday, 5A Division II, the top 25 in ascending order. And, it, and it, I would just say this to you, if you haven't already seen them or heard them, number one's going to surprise you. I'll just put it that. All right. Number 25 is Texas City. 24 Lockhart. 24 Everman. Number 23 is Lockhart. Yeah, the Lions. Number 23 in the DCTF. 5A Division II state poll. Belton is 22. Then it's White House. San Antonio Veterans Memorial. Mansfield Summit. Flower Bluff of the Corpus Christi area. Alamo Heights. Texas High of Texarkin is 16. Abilene Wiley, 15. A lot of usual suspects here. Yes, Gregory Portland, 14. LBJ is 13 in the preseason rankings. Number 12 is Brenham. 11, Colleyville Heritage. 10, Midlothian Heritage. 9, Montgomery Lake Creek. Had a great run last year, 12 and 1. Lucas Lovejoy is 8. Frisco Emerson, instead, newer program that has all 11 starters on offense and defense back. With uh, Kendall Miller, the president of the high school coach association. But the deal they, had, coach.
0: they only had like, sophomores last year. Or yeah. Something, yeah. Or juniors, and this will be their first senior yeah, class That's right.
1: PNG, uh, fresh from that great run all the way to the final round. Port Nature's guards is six. Liberty Hill is five in the preseason rankings, the highest ranked area team. Fort Bend Marshall is four. Speaking of uh, your usual suspects, Fort Liberty Hill five, Fort Bend Marshall four, Argyle three, South Oak Cliff, your two time defending state champion number two. You know who's number one? Ladies and gentlemen, I give you, would you like to guess? Or have you seen it? I've not seen it, no. Would you like to guess? Uh,
0: you might have already mentioned it, so I'm not going not
1: to embarrass myself. I give you the Melissa Cardinals. Interesting. Melissa. Okay. With nine offensive and six defensive starters back. Melissa, which did win a state championship at one time back about ten years ago. Uh, and that was as a 2A program, or 3A program now it would be 4A. So there it is. There's your 5A Division two top 10 ranking. Did we already have a uh, number two caller there? Purple Buffalo's daddy. How about oh! that? How about that? That's something good
0: happening in northern Williamson County. <laughs>
1: there. Purple Buffalo's daddy got himself a copy of DCTF. Wow. For the, for
0: the price of three ninety nine. 99 That's That's impressive.
1: I know they're probably nowhere in general. You can find that thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, let's uh, – and, and MJ from Hearn th- is thanking you, by the way, Jeff. There, so there we go. Uh, so I disagree with both of y'all a lot, but I want to see you go. <laughs> okay. Uh All right, well, Can I just
0: say one thing before I get to the Longhorn yeah, Notebook, and this yeah. will be a very in-depth notebook. Um, I've seen some t- – thank you. Folks, so much for the text. Seriously, it, it means a ton. I can't even express what that means, how much the show has meant to y'all. I said August 1st will be my last day at the Horn. That does not impact and Horns 24-7. Yeah. Been there from the start. I'll still be there. I'll be there through football season. you can get my content there. Nor does this impact the Longhorn Blitz podcast. Matt, Rod, and I talked on Tuesday. The three of us are going to keep it going. So... The only thing that's going to change is probably how we record from now on. So nothing with the Blitz will change. Nothing with Horns 24-7 will change. That's still the two places you can find me
1: so, after August 1. So there you go. See, now that's one thing we do have in common, even as we prepare to close the doors on uh, Light the Tower on uh, after the show on August first, is that both of us will still be seen and heard around yeah. in the marketplace doing our other – major gig yeah. <laughs> you know me calling the games for texas and you uh, writing and commenting on i'm them. sure
0: you'll see me on longhorn network asking sark one of my <laughs> annoying two-part questions so that i know he loves so much
1: as brad cham would say sometimes he'd say a two-part question blah 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 blah, blah, blah 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 and brad would go no, that's two questions. That's <laughs> not a two-part question. It's two questions there. You would do that. All right, uh, let's move on to the notebook. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. And before Jeff jumps Dad, into I this. I water on myself. Oh, okay, while you uh, clean that up, a little clean up there, um, the Big 12 Conference just announced, like in the last 30 minutes, I think, the home and away basketball opponents in conference play for women's basketball. We've not seen it yet for the men. That thing's still under lock and key. It is. It is. Uh, But for the women, the home and away opponents for each school has been released and announced. Uh, It's on the Big 12 website. They released it. So for Texas, these are are the opponents. Home and away, the Longhorns will have these opponents for their last go-around. Texas women's basketball. Baylor. Oklahoma. Kansas State, TCU, and Texas Tech. <laughs> there's another trip to Lubbock involved there. <laughs> home-only <laughs> opponents in conference play. And he said, wait, there's home-only and away-only? Yes, because it'll be kind of done like they did back in the day when the Big 12 had that scheduling model where you played the ones from the geographic north right. once so that's, per year. That's six
0: you're doing a home-and-home home with, yes. right? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. Uh, five. Five, five, okay. Yeah. All right. The, the, it's five uh, five home and away. Uh, well, it, it makes for ten conference games. Okay. Five home and away. Okay. Four home and four away. It's 18. Okay? It's an 18-game conference schedule. So the five home and away, they'll play Baylor twice, Oklahoma twice, Kansas State twice, TCU twice, and Texas Tech twice. Again, this is women's basketball, final year for women's basketball in the Big 12. Home only. BYU, Cincinnati, Iowa State, and Kansas. So one matchup with Kansas, one matchup with Iowa State. Away only. Trip to Central Florida. Orlando. Mm -hmm, So they're going to Orlando. Houston.
0: Right down the road.
1: Uh, Oklahoma State. One more trip to Stillwater. And West Virginia. (laughs) So there'll be one more trip. Now. It'll either be me or it'll be probably Roger Wallace, depending on if there's a men's game on the same night or whatever. Uh,
0: you get to roll one more time with Mr. Sunshine on my shoulders, John Denver.
1: One more time up there to uh, to uh, Tudor's Biscuit World. There you, you know, yeah.
0: Maybe maybe Exonat if you're close enough to the yeah, airport.
1: There you go. There you go. One more time to Gallagher-Iba with the women. Uh, we have not seen the men. Again, that that has not yet been announced yet. So we'll see what that is. And, and there's no dates on these. These are just the opponents, kind of like that SEC schedule release. Your opponents, the opponents, home and away, home only, and away only. Home and away, Baylor, Oklahoma, Kansas State, TCU, and Texas Tech. Home only, BYU, Cincinnati, Iowa State, and Kansas. Away only, Central Florida, Houston, Oklahoma State, and West Virginia. So there's the women's conference basketball Schedule of opponents, the opponent listing. That
0: that men's basketball schedule is becoming like, you know, launch codes for the military. Yeah, like it's in a glass case somewhere, and we had a big knows discussion, discussion about
1: it with the Big Twelve play-by-play play guys. Has anybody seen it? Has anybody seen it? And that's what I said. Brock Cunningham's got one more year. They're like, what? <laughs> so yeah. Uh, before we hit the break here, I know you had uh, you had a. Uh,
0: I'm yeah, happy. just just one real quick. Uh, Lucas Gordon signed with the White yep. Sox yesterday. Uh, a little below slot, three hundred thousand. I think slot for him was, was about 17, seventeen, about seventeen thousand below slot. But you figure a guy like Gino, and I, somebody in the flagship message board at Horns twenty four seven mentioned this. Yeah, a guy like Gino kind of is what he is at this point. I don't say that it's a bad thing, but it's not like he's going to come back to Texas and all of a sudden he'll be throwing you know ninety four, ninety five. He he's he he's got his repertoire. Uh, and gets the job done Mm -hmm. accordingly. So I do think though, you're, you're in a really good spot with your starting rotation next year. Tanner Witt's got more time to get healthy. LBJ, can he build off of this year? I asked David Pierce in Houston at coaching school about, you know, that third starter. You know, who does he foresee? He's really excited about the potential of that being Charlie Hurley, you know, six, eight kid. I know there was a lot of hopes last year that he would be that guy struggled, but not as, uh, for lack of a better word, prolific as Zane Morehouse by the end of the year. But, Craig, mm-hmm. I think you can agree, by the end of the year, you saw signs that, hey, Charlie Hurley's starting to put it together. He's starting True. to figure it out. So you figure maybe, you know, get him on that, get him in that rotation in fall ball that by the time you get to winter next year, you get to January 24, when you get back at it, maybe you got a really good weekend rotation with Witt, Johnson, and Hurley. I think he'll get the first crack at that role.
1: I think you're right. All right, we'll be back to wrap up today's edition of Light the Tower on the Horn. Yesterday, uh, after I had my long address, and camera back from break with this, but it's Boz Cag. So, I mean, Boz is tonight as we've talked about all the return cuts for Boz, including uh, it's over here. Uh, it's not over. In fact, just underway, the Open Championship. Want to make sure we're uh, updating on that. How about an amateur? Christo Lamprecht from South Africa. Tied atop the leaderboard with Tommy Fleetwood, each shooting a 5-under 66 at Hoylake there at Royal Liverpool. Uh, also, Antoine Rosner uh, is at 4-under, uh, shot uh, 67. Adrian Otegi, uh, Stuart Sink, a former champion in at 3-under uh, 68. Wyndham Clark as well at 3-under. Tiger. Tiger? Uh, he's uh, at home in Windermere, Florida.
0: Oh, okay,
1: uh, Jordan Speeth <laughs> shot a two-under round of 69, so he's in it. And uh, at one under, Scotty Scheffler among those there. Brooks Kepka, you ask? One under. And Hideki Matsuyama, one under. Xander Shoffley, one under. Patrick Cantlay, one under. So all those, all those, Jordan Speeth, two under. So there it is on that. All right, now tomorrow on the program, we'll get into this deal I want to ask you about. The uh, congressional uh, possible exploration of NIL and how to put what do they say gatekeeping on it? How to put some? Because Lord knows the government
0: doesn't have anything
1: else to worry about. Now, now, now on the one hand, you're exactly right with the sarcasm on that. On the other hand, remember what Sonny Dykes and others said: something has to be done. Something. So there we are. All right. So we get ready to uh, wrap it up, and for a man behind the glass. I, I out-talked the song. Sorry about that. Didn't right. mean to do that.
0: <laughs> hey, real quick. Can I put Cameron on the spot real quick? Put him on the spot. Cameron, before this show is over, do you want to do the donut challenge again?
1: Yeah, Ooh. somebody's asked about that, by the way. It would have to be next week, right? Because tomorrow is the music survey, yeah. mm-hmm. which I need to get the credit, yeah. by the way. Cameron's yeah. doing the music survey tomorrow. Yeah. So you want to do it next week? Maybe. Next, we, next Friday? We, gotta, we figure out what donuts we're going to do, though.
0: I'll, I'll let you pick the donuts. Okay. I'll let you pick the donuts next
1: Friday. I'll be in New York next Friday. That's uh, right. We'll, we'll middle figure it something. We'll figure it out. We'll get it to it. All right. For the soon-to-be donut challenged <laughs> and music survey <laughs> responsing, responding, uh, Cameron Parker, our producer, and for my co-host Jeff Howe, I'm Craig Way. Thanks for joining us. We'll look forward to visiting with you tomorrow morning. I'll have a review of the Boss gangs concert. And then other folks can... What's it? Ty said he was going to go see the mammoths tonight at Hole in the Wall. So there it is in the live music capital of the world. Stay tuned. Isaiah Collier's up next. Is he with you again? Are you on with Isaiah again today? I am not. Who is? Do we know? Kina Womack. Womack is on. With oh, great. Right? Okay. All right. So that's next. Until tomorrow. Thanks for joining us. We'll visit with you next time. I light the tower.